Now, Encountering Hope. We can learn much about our nature by watching little children. There are things parents never need to teach them. They don't need to be taught to take from others, to assume everything is theirs. That comes quite naturally. Parents do need to teach them to share and show kindness. Parents don't need to teach children how to be angry or selfish. Children do need to learn patience, kindness, and gratitude. Put simply, the sin nature is in full bloom from the very beginning. This fallen character proclaims we're at the center. It says all things are about us and should come to us as our hearts desire. Parents must strive to teach children to be courteous, to be thankful, to share, to wait, to be respectful, and more. Why? Those things aren't normal to our sinful flesh, but a heart of thankfulness can be cultivated. As we get older, we see the world differently, but often how we see the world is shaped by our teaching as a child. It informs the events in our lives and most importantly, our relationship with Christ. Of course, it's God's desire that His children be satisfied in Christ, that Christ will be enough that knowing Christ will allow us to be joyous and grateful in all circumstances. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. Yet even knowing this doesn't mean we automatically live that way. So God, as a parent, teaches us and leads us. He can, at times, remove everything we have so we may clearly see His goodness and provisioning and be thankful. May we daily learn to be grateful for this is the will of our Father in Heaven, through Jesus Christ. A church in Borislav, Ukraine, received aid from SGA through Poland. With this aid, they were able to assist many internally displaced peoples, known as IDPs, who'd lost everything. Even those distant from God praised Him for the love and care they received. One man shared, my wife and I came from the city of Mariupol, Donetsk region. We have nothing behind us there now, no home, absolutely nothing. We thank all of you and the sponsors and the church here for the help you provide. It is a great support. May the Lord protect everyone who helps us. May He hear their prayers. And may God bless us all. This family who has nothing can only respond with hearts full of thanksgiving. Another shares, I have come from the Bakhmut district. Now, there are very intense and ongoing attacks there. I am very happy to be here in Borislav. I now consider this place as my second home. I have been living here for a year. Thank you very much to everyone who helps us. Thank you to the church for their support. But first and foremost, I thank God for everything, for being safe, for being here, and for being cared for in the church. Thank you. Those who might never have known God's grace have seen it, heard it, and experienced it. And the response is thanksgiving and praise to Him. Such love and care from complete strangers is shocking. Hope when all is lost is a miracle. It's clear that such kindness is undeserved and yet graciously provided. Another refugee, a woman adds, 
Я приїхав з Донецька. My name is Svetlana. I have come from the Donetsk region, specifically the city of Slavyansk. I am so thrilled that people whom I don't know are taking care of me and my children. I have three children who are here with me. Thank you all very much for everything. The grace shown to these people through this church and through support from you leads them to thanksgiving for what they've been given. In light of this, how much more should we be thankful to God for His unmerited grace in Jesus? Let's never take this grace for granted, but find opportunities in all circumstances to give thanks to God for Jesus Christ. Begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 4. The Apostle Paul, in his appeal to the Corinthian church about giving, referenced the attitude and actions of the churches in Macedonia. God's grace was evident in their attitude and actions of giving aid and relief to the saints. They themselves were in a severe test of affliction and experiencing extreme poverty, yet they gave of their means and of themselves to relieve the needs of the believers in Jerusalem. Paul characterized their giving as generous and joyful. They begged Paul for the opportunity to give. They were motivated, most fundamentally, to give themselves to the Lord, then directed by the will of God to the relief of the saints. Paul exhorted the Corinthian believers who weren't experiencing testing, affliction, or extreme poverty to finish what they had begun and promised in their giving. First and foremost, they needed to give themselves to the Lord, because this kind of giving can only flow from a mindset of gratitude to God. It required an unselfish outlook that would drive joyous giving. That in turn would produce a genuine desire to aid in the relief of the saints. It's a thrill to hear about the ministry of the churches with whom SGA serves, to share their joy as they generously tend to the needs of many IDPs. Some of these refugees are fellow believers. Their needs are great, and the dear saints in these churches are directly ministering to their needs. And they're doing it not once, but repeatedly. They do so out of a desire to serve the Lord first. They give out of their own means, and they give what the Lord provides through generous saints in the USA, Canada, England, New Zealand, and Australia. In addition to the IDPs, who are fellow believers, there are even more who don't know Christ. They are hearing the gospel, many for the first time. They're also seeing the grace of God and the relief provided through the SGA partner churches in Ukraine. Thank you for giving and thank you for praying. Both are essential. To God be the glory. Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.